Good morning and welcome everybody. You're listening to Faith FM 87.6, 87.8 or 88 right across Australia, right across the Faith FM network, wherever you are. This is The Breakfast Show, positively different radio in the morning and wishing you all a very happy new year. You're with the Double L team, Lyle and Lawson. Lawson, what are you thankful for this morning? Oh, so much, Lyle. You should have a long list. It's been, what, a couple of weeks since you were here? It's like, what can I even talk about this is so much to be thankful for but i think i'm gonna go small scale okay i'm gonna go small scale as recent as like possible ants size well i don't know how long ants live for but we're gonna aim for the span of their life or less okay so i don't know how long an ant lives for either maybe somebody can give us a call maybe they live for a long time tell us maybe they do yeah that would that would be we saw an ant walking down our driveway the other day carrying a bug that was like 10 times its size. That's awesome. And, and I was like, I don't even know where the ant nest is. This <laughs> is going for an uh, expedition. But yeah, okay, small scale. Last night, um, went to mini golf, tied for first after getting two holes in one on the last, on the last <laughs> two holes. So epic. that was epic. But before we did that... Uh, we were uh, like we're hanging out with this Japanese guy and he made us dinner and he made us these noodles that are like so easy and simple to make and you actually eat cold because they eat it in summer and it was the most incredible thing I've ever eaten. It's my new staple food pretty much. Cool. I'm just living my best life. You just, just, you just, you just living it. Just loving it. What about you, Lyle? What are you thankful for? Heather. I'm thankful for Heather. Heaven? Heather. 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 Oh, yeah. Heather has arrived from the United States and she is staying with us and she's kind of our um, adopted daughter. So Classic. Yeah, we've got the whole family sort of in the same country right now. Kind of awesome. Yeah. This is a reminder, you're listening to the delayed broadcast here on Faith FM. If you would like to listen to the live show live and participate in the quiz and the prizes and all the other fun things that happen on Faith FM Breakfast Show, then simply download the Faith FM app available on Apple or Android platforms. Satisfy the thirsty without pride. 
Christ our King. All glory be to Christ. His rule and reign will ever sing. All glory be to Christ. That was King's Kaleidoscope with All Glory Be to Christ here on Faith FM as we kick off our first show for the new year. Yeah. Lawson, yeah. give us our first okay. quiz. Let's see who can be the person to get bragging rights today the first. and win a prize, maybe two prizes, to get the first prize of the first quiz of the year and see if you can get it on the first clue. First clue, first you know, quiz, first prize. I'm like so stoked that we're doing all these firsts of the year. If I be honest though, my brain is just kind of a little bit oh, tinged with a bit of bit of cringe because it's the second today. Yeah, yeah but well, you're not supposed to show. work on the first. First is a public holiday. Yeah, I guess so. That's why I we took the so. day off and you guys got to have best ofs or something or other. Oh, like it was it was awesome, but at the same time like Look, it's our first show. Of, it's our first show of the first year. show of the year. All right, who am I? I said I am disgusted with living because of these Hittite women. <laughs> who is incredibly racist? <laughs> no, that's a joke. That's a joke. And sexist. <laughs> and sexist. Ah, uh, you know, I should know the answer to this one. I really should know the answer to this one, and I don't. It's not coming to me. But anyway, that's okay. <laughs> it's all good. It's, it's all good because it gives a listener a chance to get two prizes. They're right listening now. right now. I know yeah. they're, they're hearing this. They're like, I know exactly who there is. They, 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 I know exactly who this is. They're going for the phone and they're about to type in 1-800-324-843 and get two prizes absolutely for free. Indeed. Or text us on 0491064669. What's happening in the world of positively different oh, news? What in positively different news around the world? Let, let's just take it back a bit bit small scale again. How is how is your Christmas New Year's period? You know those, you know, 26, 27, 28, 29, 30, 31. How how is that for you? What did you spend your time doing? Yeah, it was it was it was okay, so it was hot. Yeah. So I spent a bit of time in the pool. Mm-hmm. Um, it was, yeah, it just seemed to be pretty busy, actually. Uh, got a few jobs done around the house, but also, okay. um, yeah. Man, for me, it was just like, it's just, it was just one beach day, basically. <laughs> I went to nice. the beach every nice. single day. Nice. I didn't go to the beach on the 28th because I was, was at church that day, you know, and, and I, uh, yeah, skipped going to the beach and just... Uh, hung out with a bunch of people instead, but every other day, beach, 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 beach. So this is this is the quintessential Australian holiday period. Oh, it's just and Lawson the best. is living the life. I I was, and I like it was the bomb. Like I had compounding sunburns day after day that I was fixing with aloe vera <laughs> every night. I was washing sand out of. Every pocket of my pants, I was like... And your ears. And my ears and my hair. And it was just, oh, next, you know, tomorrow, let's just get up and do it again. And you know the best thing? Like, it was it was the beach with different groups of people every single time. So nice. it was the beach with one group of people, beach with a different group of people, beach with a different group of people. Man, just living the life. And I am just like, ah, oh. I would... 
say like you guys need to do the same, but it's the second of January. Like it's all over. Uh, it's all over. We're back it's at work. gone. It's like we're we're doing our thing. So look, we're back here on radio. So you know, well, well, like we're, we're stoked. But for everyone else, like, yep, it's come. It's gone. But look, goals for next Christmas: beach every day. So when the breakfast show is over today, Lawson. No, it's like cloudy outside. What do you, what do you mean? I'm gonna to go to Quanmart and buy some Asian food. But um, okay, let's look at some news. Let's actually, I want to close out the last decade. Oh, okay. I wanna, I wanna give some news about like the you know last year, but also just close out the last decade with some positive, positively news. different news from the last decade. Exactly, and cool. some positively different news from the last decade. And specifically, I have to state at this particular point, I had no idea Lawson was going to do this. Oh. Because I've got serious news from the last decade. Oh, sweet. Awesome. <laughs> we, are just, we are just in sync today. It is just all coming together. But did you know that last year was actually a fantastic year for animal conservation? Okay. You know, I think on, in our own radio a lot, we've talked a lot about, you know, oh, action on climate change, da, 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 da. But something where we can make a ginormous difference and, you know, very much through our actions is animal conservation. And we have very much done so specifically in relationship to, um, for example, Madagascan lemurs um, have now reached their target goal of, uh, you know, 500,000, which was absolutely insane because, you know, only about four years before that, around, you know, 2015, 2016 period, they were considered an endangered animal. Um, and because of very effective animal conservation and the fact that when uh, Madagascar's are put in, uh, Madagascan lemurs are put in a very optimal situation, they just breed like anything. Uh, That's cool. They have just completely bounced back. The world would be a very, very poor place without lemurs. Uh, they, they would be. Um, but yeah, they, they've just completely bounced back. Um, also, Indian tigers have seen um, a huge boost in population once endangered and thought to only have, you know, around 250 of these tigers left. And now the numbers are up in the thousands now, about 3,000 Indian tigers roaming around. So, you know, 70% of our tiger population is actually found in India. And now that, you know, there's been a number of... uh, um, measures put in place to save the tigers and to, to keep cool. them going. They're like, you know, they're growing again. My um, favourite big cat by far. Oh, well, that's because you don't know about the spotted, like this, the, this, is this a snow leopard? This is like the coolest looking big cat ever. It's yeah, got, it looks like a snow leopard, but it's like a different kind of a thing. What this is, is an like an Asian one. Yeah, an Asian an Asian snow leopard. An Asian snow leopard. Basically, it was thing. like hunted to extinction. And now they've been spotted. They've taken some in. Uh, that like they've actually they've found like a couple of them out of nowhere they're like whoa these things just exist they've taken them in they're now breeding again and their population is growing so good stuff that we're seeing in terms of animal conservation over the last year and now heading into the new decade i think without more our society more more if i should use the word woke to these, to these things, more <laughs> open to these things, uh, more more aware of these things. Um, we're going to be seeing awesome stuff. But something that we haven't talked about on radio, that like that, Lyle, I know that you're just going to be stoked on that we haven't talked about. Like that is something that as we move into 2020 is like going to be all the rage. 
Rolls-Royce has unveiled its first ever all-electric plane that oh, is set to beat cool. the, 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 the sustainable, renewable flying aircraft, you know, speed record, and that they're planning to put into production later in time. Wow. So, la- wait, so, wait, wait. So this is, this is a propeller-driven aircraft? Yes. And it's going to break speed records? Yes. Well, not like, not like you know, jet engine speed records. Yeah, but yeah, it's yeah, but break, for propeller-driven aircraft. Yes. And it's electric, completely. I wonder what its range is. It's, yeah, it, well, this is the question. They're keeping it very close to the chest at the moment because it's very much a prototype. They're, they're setting out to beat this record and everything like that. Um, but look, man. Yeah, because looking at the price of uh, Avgas for piston engines recently, it was like you know, $2.50 a litre or something or other. Yeah. Which is, you know, if you can just plug your plane in. That's going to be epic. But this is the thing, Lyle, is that last decade, all the rage was electric cars. Mm-hmm. And we were talking about electric cars and big talk and whatnot. Now we're on a new level here. Electric planes, bro. Absolutely. This is this is the stuff right here. This is it what is. we need. This is what we need to see. This is going to be awesome. I am just... Oh, I'm so... Ca- I just love technology. Okay, so why don't we have electric boats then? I mean, let's think about this for a moment. A yacht... Mm-hmm. has literally tons of lead in its keel that it uses to stabilize itself. Yes. So why not fill that keel rather than with lead, fill it with batteries and just, you know, yacht is in a they're, – they're typically in places where they can get lots of sunshine, that kind of thing. So you could have a few solar panels. You could plug it into um, the marina when you park it in the marina and, you know, away you go. Given the nature of how much time a yacht spends in the water, I think that is the biggest limiting factor, is that they don't have a way to actually charge a yacht. Because given, boat the time, journeys- given the fact that a yacht is not used that often, one solar panel could possibly charge it over time. But that's the thing. We're talk- what, what kind of yacht are we talking about here? Because I know mm. people use their yachts all the time to go racing in like deep sea sailing and stuff so you wouldn't want to get caught in the middle of the ocean without a motor um, that wouldn't be great but right now this is carly fletcher with teach us to number our days we do not know how long we have to Jesus knows 
Welcome back, guys. That was Carly Fletcher with Teach Us to Number Our Days here on Faith FM. Lawson, give us another quiz for our clue. Who was upset by the Hittite win? <laughs> the quiz for the clue. The clue for the quiz. Yeah, whatever. Um, my husband prayed to the Lord on my behalf because I was barren. The Lord answered his prayer and I conceived. Okay, if you know oh. the answer to that question, then uh, give us a call, 1-800-324-843, or text us on 0491-064-669. Just wanted to point out that uh, our we have a theme running through our songs today, and our theme is all about the opportunity for New Year's resolutions. All our songs in this sure. hour are geared to help us make God first and to strengthen our walk with God. May that be our New Year's mm. resolution for this year. I mean, like... Oh, so with a group of people yesterday, awesome group of people. Oh, and we ate dumplings. It was amazing. But then after, like that we made ourselves, like we, you know, got the piece of paper and we put the stuff in and da-da-da. But then anyways, we were praying and like, you know, we come together for group prayer and it was like, oh, what do we want to pray for? And I was like, man, pray that Jesus comes back this year. Wouldn't you want uh-huh, that to happen? Uh-huh. Like, awesome. like that would be just the best thing. So, yeah, we should be like that song that was just playing, Carly Fletcher, teach us to number our days. That's very much in relationship to the fact that we don't have a unlimited amount of time on this earth. Like, Jesus is coming back soon, and he could come back this year. So, let's pray that he does. Yeah, let's pray that he does, and let's be ready. Okay, so I thought we would uh, have a quick look back over some of the more serious stories for the last decade. Um, Ten years ago, Lawson, how old were you? Um, Twelve. (laughs) Twelve. So there'd be a bunch of things that I'm probably going to mention here that, you know, for you as a 12-year-old back then, we'd be like, really, that started back then? I thought that was around forever, but anyway. Um, so in the last in the last decade, we've uh, politically we've had a, 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 a uh, the rise of the strongmen in politics. Uh huh. So these are your people like uh, Donald Trump, Boris Johnson, Vladimir Putin, uh, Xi Jinping. You know, other places like the Philippines, Hungary, Poland, Brazil, etc., which is kind of driven by the silent right, mm. um, <clears throat> with its varying consequences. Mm-hmm. All right. So here's something else that uh, we've also seen in the last decade: Uber and Airbnb. Yeah. Do you remember life without Uber? Yeah, of course. You do? Okay. Hey, like I was 12. I wasn't like two. Like (laughs) I remember life without Uber and Airbnb. All right. Do you remember life without Instagram? Yeah, of course. Come on, Lyle. And social media influences. I remember when I made my Facebook account when I was 12 in 2010. There you go. I was like, oh, hey, 
Look at me. <laughs> <laughs> These Instagram started the first picture ever uploaded to Instagram was in 2010, exactly 10 years ago. Oh, and go. look at how it has changed the world. And it has particularly changed the world through the rise of social media influences. Social social media predates 2010, mm-hmm. but social media influences are a thing of the last uh, decade. 100%. Yeah. Um, another political one, of course, was the Arab Spring. So the Arab Spring broke out. You had uh, pro-democracy um, uh, movements in places like Tunisia, Egypt, um, mm, etc. Yeah. And, of course, that created havoc across the Middle East. So um, Libya, Yemen, Syria, all of those conflicts uh, broke out over the last 10 mm. years as a result of you know, pro-democracy demonstrations, the Arab Spring, and what a disaster that is in our, you know, taking place in our world. We thought it would make the world a better place. Um, yeah, try looking at, uh, you know, even Libya has just completely gone down the tube. Yeah, well. Um, Syria is a mess. Yemen is still being destroyed. Egypt has had two-thirds of its economy wiped out. You know, pretty heavy stuff going on in, mm. in, in, in the Middle East. You know what? When you were talking about politics earlier, I thought you were going to say in terms of Australian politics, this is the rise of the leadership spill. Yes, we've had five. I didn't have that one. I didn't we've have had that one. Five in my different list. prime ministers in the last decade. It is the it is the rise of the, the, the absolutely yeah uh huh uh huh. It's very crazy. good one. That's a good one. Okay, so streaming has taken off. Um, uh, Spotify yeah, was invented ten years ago. Spotify yeah. never existed before that, and of course that has created a whole issue over um, how artists get paid, or mm. in this case, don't get paid. Um, so that's been a a, a, uh, um, a a big issue in the last ten years. Vaping. <laughs> arrived 10 years ago promised good health and delivered death and, and has now resulted no in a whole bunch of a whole bunch of countries banning it yeah as they should because it's lame <laughs> um podcasting exploded oh yeah true uh because podcasting wasn't really a thing until uh yeah it's just t- taken off okay so you had the me too movement with uh the whole uh toxic masculinity and a redefinition, really, of what sexual assault is, mm. which has created a lot of confusion in people's minds as to... Uh, I, I think a lot of people have just completely shut up and gone silent because they don't know where that line is anymore. It is resulting in new laws that are going to come in in the next decade in relationship to what sexual assault is. And, yeah, that's... Um, it's also created a heightened understanding of the consequences of sexual mm. assault. So, yeah, interesting one there. Talking about the sexual revolution, we've uh, reached the second stage of the sexual revolution that began in the 1960s, really um, kicked off in the last decade with a lot of your Western countries um, bringing in same-sex marriage, um, the trans movement being celebrated, um, some 80 or 90 different genders being invented, um, and at the same time you have the deletion of gender. Yes. And so you've got some countries and states and so forth that where you are no longer born with a gender, um, but at the same time it's like, is there 80 different genders? Is there 120 different genders? Nobody seems to be able to figure out how many there are right now. So um, stage two of the sexual revolution we could call confusion. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And at the same time it has resulted in – it has done nothing – Nothing to lower the suicide rate amongst, you know, marginalised portions of our population. Mm. Um, yeah. No. 
All of this, of course, sparked off issues of religious liberty and free speech. Mm. And so you had the cake wars in the United States. You had Israel Falau here in Australia. Um, and free speech and religious liberty have been big issues in the last decade. Yeah, hugely so. Like, I, no, I'm not going to say not more than ever before. But I especially... oh, definitely, definitely way bigger than the than the uh, 2010s or the 1990s or 1980s. Yeah, you know, this is the first time in my adult life that religious liberty and freedom of speech has been under major threat. Mm. First time ever. Yeah, never ever remember it. And I would think that there would be a lot of people who are older than me who would say the same thing. Mm. Okay, so we had. Paris Climate Change Agreement in 2015, you had about 190, 195 countries came together to sign that particular agreement. You had uh, the rise of uh, Greta Thunberg, or Thunberg, however you pronounce her name. Um, so there's been a major climate change issue taking place. Oh, interestingly enough, the plane I just talked about is electric, so it's a Greta Thunberg plane. There you go. So she, she can jump in that. Uh-huh. Awesome. She can. She'll be able to uh, get to her appointments easier than by sailing, although sailing is awesome. Um, okay, Brexit. Brexit has been all over the news for the last decade, oh, and it still hasn't oh, happened. man, that is... <laughs> We're still waiting. 2030, hashtag Brexit. <laughs> <laughs> okay, the last decade was the decade in which veganism, particularly here in Australia, became mainstream. You. Uh, became a thing back before that. It was kind of, you know, fringe. Um, social media data mining created a Facebook scandal where we realized that we no longer have any privacy, mm. regardless of whether we are social media users or not. Yep. And China introduced digital social engineering um, with a combination of CCTV cameras and face recognition um, bringing in total surveillance of its population and a social credit system. At the same time, throwing around about 2 million Muslims into concentration re-education camps. Oh, wow. Some pretty heavy stuff happening over there. Uh, the anti-vax movement really took off in the last uh, decade oh, and brought well. back diseases that had been formerly eradicated, such as measles. Wow. Mate, this is wild. Also, money... Uh, the Bitcoin movement or the crypto... Money, money, money went crypto to its next, its next level of not being money anymore. Yeah, it's just, it doesn't It used even... to be gold, then it became paper, and now it's zeros and ones. It's zeros and ones that have no backing yeah, in any no, country. No, no. Like, that actually really seriously do not exist. Like, like it, they're only worth as much as people ascribe value to them. So that's, uh, that's where we're at. Welcome to 2020. Okay, that's the last decade in short, and Jesus is coming soon. This is BJ Thomas. I want to be more like Jesus. Great New Year's revolu- resolution right there. What kind of man would wash men's feet Get pushed around And turn the other cheek I want to be more like him Every day In every way So little time He took for himself He was more concerned For everybody else I want to be more like him Every day In every way 
Welcome back, everybody. That was BJ Thomas. I want to be more like Jesus. May that be our New Year's resolution for all Faith FM listeners this morning. Joining us in the studio is Kelvin Langman, who is our um, resident expert on all things obscure, (laughs) strange, different uh, in the Bible and a semi-regular contributor to the show. Um, but before we go to Kelvin, we got another clue for our quiz. All right. Who am I? So we know that this person is a racist and a sexist. No, I'm just joking. That was a joke. That, was, <laughs> that wasn't a good way to... Lord, because she was perhaps barren. But now, the Lord said to her, two nations are in your womb. Do you know who that there is, Lord? I do. That is this person here. Oh, you're so correct. Yeah. You, you spelt it incorrectly. Uh, but whatever. No double prize. <laughs> no double prize up for gags. Give us a call 1-800-324-843 and you will win a prize completely for free. Fantastic. Um, we have the Triple L team here this morning. <laughs> Lyle Lawson and Langman. Well, being Kelvin. Kelvin Langman. Yes. Morning. Triple L team. Hey, Kelvin, we are super excited to have you here on the show to kick off our new year with something obscure, strange, and unusual from the Bible. I'm wondering what you're going to start with. I want to know. We have the saying, sticks and stones will break my bones, but names will never hurt me. And yet, in the Bible, we have an example of people calling someone names... Ooh. And they were killed because of it. Ooh, so this Ooh. raises the issue of free speech. Yes, freedom of speech. Uh-huh. Are you allowed should to we, say what you we, want? Should we really have freedom of speech? And, and how far does freedom of speech go before freedom of speech becomes abusive and therefore, mm. yeah. Okay, so what does the Bible say on this subject? Well, Job talks about some pretty hard questions. He puts some pretty hard things towards God and yet God lets it roll. But here in 2 Kings chapter 2, verse 23 and 24, a group, we don't, we're not told how many, but a large group of young men come out and mock Elisha. They call him bald. Yeah, yeah, go up, <laughs> bald head, go up. Yes. Um, and does from he the King James off- Version, my memory is that it said, 
they were saying, go up thou bald head. Thou bald head, yes, yes. In contemporary translations, um, it's like calling him baldy. They're like, oh, look at this baldy and all this stuff. So, Kelvin, um, yep. I'm just wondering how far away you are from catching up to Elisha. You seem to uh, be I'm, on the I'm, way, I'm, on the way. I'm thinking I might need to use this um, biblical verse um, You know, when the time arrives and I'm completely bald, but I'm, I'm, okay. you know, I'm, I'm appreciating where... Elisha's coming from. All right, all right. Yep, <laughs> yep. So to he 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 prays to God. Yes. Um, and so there's a whole these, group of these young kids. A whole group. Brats. Yeah, we're not told how many. Entitled brats, just you know, cursing him out, and uh, and of course they're saying this because his predecessor Elijah went up to heaven in a chariot of fire. Eli, mm. sorry, Elijah. Elisha was the only witness to that. Allegedly, yes, yes, allegedly. And so they're just sort of making fun of it, like, yeah, yeah, you guys went off into the wilderness and Elijah disappeared. Why don't you do and go and go and do the same thing? Yeah. So if they're really, could... really godless young people. That, yeah, bereft. They had absolutely no respect for God at all. Mm. And Elisha prays about it. And what does God do? Well, out of the woods comes two very cranky she-bears. So I'm thinking it must be right after hibernation or perhaps they had babies. I don't know. But either way, they were out for out for blood. Mm-hmm. And do they get blood? They do. It's, it's Bible talks about how they mauled forty two of these young men. That's um, that's Ooh. pretty full on. <laughs> so forty two. What's the significance of forty two prophetically? I don't know. But before we get to the significance of forty two, I just want to talk about black bears for a moment. You do ah, not want to. You do not okay. want to get mauled by a black bear. This is not. This is not something you want. You know, if, if you get a, a brown bear, you can play dead and all that kind of thing. But a black bear, no, you can't. That's just. Mm. This is bad. This is nasty stuff. So they're cranky. Oh yeah. Anyway, forty two. The number forty two. There's a significance to the number forty two. I've never. I've never studied the number forty two in the Bible. I'm sure you'd have to have some background knowledge on this. 42 is three and a half, lots of 12. So time, time and a half, and times. (laughs) Okay. All right. All right. Yep. I can see that. So, and for those who don't know what um, um, Kelvin is talking about when he talks about times, times, and half a time, go to, let me see, there's seven different places in the Bible where you'll find this number, but Daniel chapter 7, verse 24 might be useful. And seeing how we're studying Daniel at the moment, are we not? Yeah, that's right. So yeah, I thought it was relevant that I dropped that in there. Uh-huh. Anyway, 42 is an important number, uh, but it's half. The other thing is it's half of 84. Indeed. 84 is seven lots of 12. So 12 is God's people. Seven is God's number. So God's people times God's God's number is just the perfect number. Now, this is why we have Kelvin come on the show. He is <laughs> he is the king of all things obscure in the Bible. That's, How weird is this? So uh-huh, 42 uh-huh. is exactly half uh-huh, uh-huh. of the perfect number. There you go. Okay. Okay. All right. It, and and, that, and the lesson we draw from this—that's awesome. <laughs> um, I need to get you some more obscure information for that. <laughs> all right, all right, all right. I was hoping you'd be able to tell me a bit more about that. But my mind is just blown right now, so that's yep. okay. Um, what else have you got for I us? I might there? need to get back to you on that. Yeah, one. Get, back, get back to me on that one. Um, I want to know. You've spoken about this before, like in Genesis chapter nine, verse twenty to through to twenty-eight, talks about Noah building a vineyard, and then Noah gets drunk. 
Yes. Nowhere prior to this does it say Noah got drunk. So my assumption is that he's routinely grown a vineyard, drunk the grape juice, but never gotten drunk before. But what I find intriguing here, it was Ham that disgraced his father. But when Noah declares a curse, and you can see the theme here, the boys cursed uh, Elisha, like here, Ham curses his dad. But Noah, instead of cursing Ham, brings a curse out on Canaan, who is his grandson. Why? Hmm. Ooh, intense Bible study, Bible yeah, passage. I'm just, I'm yeah. just, I'm just, look I'm just reading here. through here. Hmm. This is an interesting question. This is a very interesting question. I suspect that there is more to this story that we don't know. Perhaps there's more that Scripture could record, but we know that during this time there were lots of people that disrespected God, and the same as Elisha. There were lots of people that disrespected um, Noah because of that and derided and laughed and carried on that he was you know, a crazy person. Yeah, the implication here is that he may not have intended to get drunk. He may not have. You know, he's he's grown grapes, he's got a vineyard, and he keeps these ones, or this particular batch of grape juice, a little bit too long. Maybe. We don't know. We don't know. But it's possible the conditions were different. So at this this stage, he's doing exactly what he's done before, but then goes ahead and gets drunk. Or maybe you might be right. Maybe this particular batch of grape juice he's held on to for that little bit too long. Oh, different conditions, yeah. Maybe it didn't used to ferment before. Environmental, I uh-huh, believe so. Uh-huh, uh-huh. Yeah, 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 yeah. Yep. So I, I think with all of this happening, like we see that Noah, um, he brings a curse not on his son, but also on his grandson. And I believe that is because... He was looking forward into the generations. Mm. Like there were people that disrespected God and in and they all got washed away in the flood. Now it wasn't just Ham, but Canaan, which is projected forward into their descendants. Like Ham was the one that also showed disrespect to God. And in that first generation after the flood, this is not long after, like here they were his own son disrespecting him. Well, it goes from Ham to Canaan to Cush to Nimrod, who builds Babylon. Yeah, and which we is know central to our Bible. Cush was today. not a nice guy, and Nimrod no, was even worse. He was he was a horror. The Bible says that he was against God mm-hmm. or set before God. Mm-hmm. So he's in opposition to God. Yeah. Yep. No, very interesting. There you go. I always assumed that you know it was the son who did the wrong thing who got. Uh, um, cursed. What else you got there for us? Have we got time for one more? We I've, do. I want to know a little bit more about Ezekiel. In chapter 4, verse 1 to 16, we hear the for those story. For those who are just tuning in uh, right now, this is uh, Kelvin Langman, who is the expert on all things obscure in the Bible. Okay, so we're going to the book of Ezekiel. All right. Yep. Chapter 4, verses 1 through to 16. Right. And what happens in this story? Ezekiel is... Um, He's following the instructions that God gives him. Yes. So Jerusalem at this stage has apostatized, like they've fallen away from God. So God is bringing about a punishment on them or they're getting the rewards for their disobedience, if that makes sense. Yes. So Ezekiel is asked to do a number of things. He's asked to build a model of the city. Mm-hmm. He's asked to lay down on his side 
um, for one year mm-hmm, mm-hmm. on his left side, I believe it is, for 390 days. And then he gets up and God tells him to lay on his right side for another 40 days. Mm-hmm. That's right. So he's asked to bake bread and he has bread and water rationed. So, so this is an acted out prophecy. Yes. Because he does this in the marketplace where it's visible to everybody. Yep. So was this because he did it uh, make-believe, it was then forecast into the future. So this was going to be their future for Jerusalem. What, what's your thoughts on that? Okay, so my, my thoughts, and it's been a while since I've studied this prophecy, but basically what you've got here is a situation where this is a living object lesson. So uh, Ezekiel was to go to the marketplace and he was to perform these certain acts every day in, in the view marketplace. Of everyone. In view of everybody. Yep. yep. This is going to create, basically what God is doing is harnessing the power of social media. Because everybody's going to go, wow, do you know what Ezekiel's doing? Every single day he comes to the marketplace and he right, lies down on his right side mm. and he eats this terrible food and, you know, et cetera, et cetera, et cetera. And so that is going to start a rumor mill that is going to spread the word quicker than even if you had Twitter invented. Absolutely. This is social media at its best in, it is. in these it is. antediluvian times. So, And this is not uncommon for God to do something radical back in the day that would catch people's attention yep. and spread the message very, very quickly. Well, one thing I thought that would really catch my attention if I were living in that time, he had to cook, um, but he had limited food and water the, that he had to eat. Uh, but God asks him to cook using human excrement. Indeed, God does. Mm. Yes. This is a little you bit unusual. You weren't, you, weren't, you weren't expecting that during the breakfast show this morning, were you? <laughs> Hope you're not eating your breakfast right now. But anyway, Ezekiel protests about this. He goes, no, no, I'm, As you would. I'm a pure, clean person. I've never had allowed anything unclean to enter into my body, so I don't want to start now. So what does God do? God relents. God yes. says, okay, you can go ahead and use cow excrement instead. Oh dear. Oh, so this is so gross. this is actually forecasting. Normally you would use timber and kindling to to cook your food, yes? Yes. But this is uh, foretelling the future that there would be no f- kindling, no wood, nothing to cook your food. Yes. So the only thing left to burn would be excrement. That's right. And this is this is actually commonly used in many parts of the world today. Um, yeah, it's cow not dung, uncommon. Cow dung, cow dung is used yep. as a Fuel for fire to cook food. Yeah, yeah, but human. Yeah, this no, is the, taking no, that little step yeah, too far. Uh, absolutely, and and and, <laughs> and, and, I, and I think it's um, very clear why God, um, you know, relents in this particular passage. He's like, okay, we're not going to do this, but He has given the message so that when you know people talk to Ezekiel about it, people can say, well, God said to do this. You know, instantly everybody's going to have the same reaction that Lawson just had here a moment ago. Yep. And that's that's what God's trying to do. He's trying to catch people's attention because, you know, then then Lawson, who has this kind of reaction, if he's here there and he's talking with Ezekiel and Ezekiel tells him this and he freaks out, there's no way in a million years is Lawson not going to tell somebody about it. Yeah, you know? they get, it, it, I kind of don't want to. Do I? <laughs> yeah, it's one of those things where you really don't want to, but you have to at the same time. Guess what? I saw this crackpot in the gates, city gates this morning, and he was cooking his food with yeah, human yeah, excrement. Yeah. Uh-huh. And, uh huh. <laughs> and it is one of those things that, you know, you're just not going to be able to not talk about it. Mm. And so often we come along with the good news mm. of the gospel. Mm-hmm. And because it's good news, we don't talk about it. 
But when something really, really crazy like this happens, we can't not talk about it. Mm. And there's a lesson there for us in human nature, and really it should be the opposite of this because we have so much good news that comes from God in the message of the gospel that is pure and clean and holy, and that should motivate us to just tell everybody about it rather than waiting for God to come along and say, "What? you know what, I'm going to do something terrible and give you something to talk about there. Anyway, this is O for a Closer Walk with God. Thank you. 
If you've been enjoying Faith FM Radio, then we'd like to invite you to be part of our family of faith at the King Island Seventh-day Adventist Church. We meet at 9am every Saturday morning at 4 Albert Street, Curry, to spend time together studying God's Word and growing closer as friends. For more information or if you have any questions, call Pastor Barry on 0409 416 697. That's 0409 416 697. Can't wait to meet you. What comes to mind when you think of studying nursing? Practical experience? A rewarding career? Great employment prospects? When you think of nursing, think of Avondale College of Higher Education. 92.7% of our nursing graduates were employed within four months of completing their degree, with credible experience and with friends for life. To apply now, visit avondale.edu.au. It's higher education designed for life. You're listening to Faith FM, positively different radio.